It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Everyone, and don't tell me you don't, but everybody thinks they've got a family recipe that's the best and could make mom or grandma or grandpa an absolute fortune if they would just bottle it and sell it. But you know what? It's it's so exhausting to even contemplate how to make the huge leap from, oh my God, Sadie, you could make a fortune off your spaghetti sauce or, you know, in my mom's case, shortbread, to actually putting in the work and turning it into a successful business. Not only did my guest today take that leap, she soared. Her family recipe is now one of Oprah's favorite things. Are you kidding me? And has been included in gift bags at both the Oscars and the Grammys this year. Founder of the Chai Box, Monica Sunny, is here to tell us how she turned her homemade chai tea into gold. Monica, welcome to Everyone Talks to Liz. And yes, I know that chai, I'm being redundant Chai is actually Hindi for tea itself. So you don't have to say chai tea. Yes. I am so glad, Liz, that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> but thank, first of all, thank you so much for having me on your show. I am a huge, huge fan of yours. Oh, thank you so much. Right. So you're happy because, listen, a stop clock is right twice a day. I mean, at some points I get some things right. But I thought chai was a special kind of tea, like chamomile tea. You don't say, uh, give me chamomile. You say, give me some chamomile tea. But chai in Hindi means simply tea, correct? Not what we know from the Americanized version that you get at Starbucks, right? Right. <laughs> right. That's true. So chai, like you said, it means tea. So you can have chai without spice or with spice. Mm-hmm. Um, in U.S., uh, what we've been introduced to is masala chai, which is uh, masala means um, spices. Um, so masala chai is chai with lots of different spices, cardamom, ginger, fennel, mm-hmm. um, what have you. Um, so, yeah. When did you start making your special chai? Wow. Um, I think I first um, had chai when I was probably two years old, probably in my bottle. Um, (laughs) But but I have watched my mom make chai and do her chai meditation and chai ritual Um, ever since I can remember. She would wake up in the morning and she would put on a pot of um, water, crush her spices and make her chai and have her me time. And I grew up doing that. Uh, I grew up watching her do that. And um, I took that on as I was, um, you know, getting older, and Mm -hmm. I was able to make chai. Um, That's the first thing my mom taught me how to make on a stovetop was how to make a cup of chai. Oh, mine was chopped liver. Just kidding. But uh, yes, we all have our ethnic uh, foods that we absolutely love and our beverages. To me, chai is fascinating because you get a a whiff of it and you know exactly what it is. Uh, So you developed your love of this growing up in India. And then when did you come to the States and you continue to make it in your own home? Yes. So um, we left India in the 80s and um, I was nine years old. Um, We came directly to Atlanta, which is my home state. I've been here uh, pretty much majority of my life. Um, We moved here. And as you can imagine, as a nine year old girl, 
and uh, along with my brother, um, we we were in a totally different country, totally different culture. Um, just everything around us was so different. And honestly, I was homesick and I missed my family back home, my friends um, and my parents immediately, like every immigrant story, right? They work hard and they save money. And then um, my all, all of a sudden, my parents who were always around me were working. And, um, you know, for my brother, for me and my brother, it was that child time with our parents that we grew up doing. That is that one thing that we long for. And that's the only thing that we were able to do with my with our parents because they were always working. And that just grounded me. I grounded my brother. That was a big piece of um, our life that was constant. As you grew up and you had children of your own, you continue to make this tea. Talk about the pivotal moment, okay, Sunny, when suddenly you realize, wait a minute, I've got a business. And it wasn't even you thinking that. It was other moms at a play date? Yeah. Yes, that's true. So, um, you know, I grew up here and uh, uh, when I had my boys, I realized that this piece of my culture, I wanted to instill that in my boys. So we started doing chai time. Um, every Friday after school, they would come home and I would have samosas um, and biscuits and chai and we would do our chai time. And, um, you know, my oldest son, who has um, a lot of food allergies, um, most of the play dates were at my house because I could control the environment and the food. So all these moms on Friday would you know drop off their kids and we would have chai and they would watch this, um, you know, them making it. And they're like, this is so amazing, you know, and we would sit and have chai together. And it was such an amazing experience to have with your kids. And they wanted to replicate that. Um, So they kept on saying, Monica, you need to do something about this. This is such an amazing thing to pass down to, you know, your kids. And we love doing that with our kids. And I was always saying, oh, come on, this is just something I'm doing. You know, I want to teach my boys, you know, I can teach you if you like, you know. So that's how it kind of started. It just organically started, um, you know, uh, a want. Um, But I saw the need out there. And then one day my neighbor placed an order. And at that time, I didn't even really have a business. And he's like, you know what? I want 50 of these chai boxes, um, which is... um, it's actually um, a spice box that has all the spices that every household in India has, right? Um, it is passed down from generation to generations. So when I was teaching my boys how to make chai, I took all the spices out of that box and I put sugar, tea leaves, a few of my favorite spices like cardamom and a little index card that had instructions on how to make chai. So I would You know, so we would use that box and my boys called it the chai box. Um, So that's where the name for the company comes from. But it was really my boys who came up with that. And all these moms loved the chai box because they could use it, you know, in their homes. And my neighbor places an order for 50 of these and I don't even know where to go get them. I don't know where to source (laughs) them. And I'm like, okay, that's when it hit me. This could be a business. So you go to your basement, which is where... (laughs) All great businesses start. I have learned it's either the garage or the basement. So you go in the basement, you start making this en masse. Uh, What were the first challenges you had to overcome in starting this business? 
Well, one of the key challenges was sourcing. Um, how do we source uh, the best spices? And my husband is from a state called Kerala, which is in the south part of India, and it is the spice capital of the world. And um, so whenever I had spices from his house, they were so amazing, so fragrant, so fresh. And I knew that if we were going to do this right, we had to source sustainably and ethically. So that was one of the non-negotiables of our business, which was also the biggest challenge because now we had to source the right way. Um, so immediately we had to go, you know, go into India, talk to the farmers and make sure that we were sourcing um, correctly. We sourced from small scale farmers um, who use regenerative farming. And that is not vastly used, you know, everywhere. Mm -hmm. So you have to make sure you go through all the protocols and the procedures to ensure everything that we're getting back here is pesticides free, you know, and is, is cultivated correctly the way up to our standards. So uh, supply chain is always a huge issue. Sure. I would imagine. This is Everyone Talks to Liz, and we'll be right back. And then we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listen Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Clayman. Just go to Indeed.com slash Clayman right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Clayman. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You're still working at your consulting job, correct? What yes. happened during the pandemic that upended... Well, everybody's world, but yours in particular. So uh, the pandemic definitely impacted both my uh, my and my husband's jobs. And uh, but it was really a blessing in disguise because at that moment, um, you know, with the pandemic, everybody's at home. Everybody's, you know, um, self-care is a huge thing and that people are ordering chai. People are gifting people chai and um People are watching my um, chai meditation um, on Instagram, which I do every morning. And it just, you know, it grounded people. I had, um, you know, from um, uh, nurses and doctors were uh, DMing me saying, this is so nice and soothing. You know, this is such a hectic time in our lives right now. Yeah. Like watching the chai meditation or doing the chai meditation is like really, really helping us through. So um, we saw the biggest growth in our business. Uh, so my husband, even though he got called back to his job, I was like, oh, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> you, <laughs> you have to stay with the chai box. Um, so it really became both of our full-time jobs. How do you go from that to Oprah's favorite thing? Because, as I say, that is the holy grail of product placement. And you can just pretty much write your own ticket once you become one of Oprah's favorite things, right? Did you apply for this or something? 
So, well, first of all, Oprah has been my dream ever since I came to the United States. I think in 85 is when her show launched. And forever, as a little girl, I wanted Oprah to try my chai. Um, so having Oprah just, you know, endorse us was a dream come true but for our business. But personally, it has been um, a huge, like a huge accomplishment of mine that she actually tried. You know, she actually tries everything that she picks. It's not like her team. It's mm. her. It's her final. So um, I think there was various different things that kind of led up to um, how Oprah picked us. Um, one of the things was the I think the team was watching um, our time educations and the um, other um, op- other way was I think they stopped. Yeah, when we in 2020 we did um, a trade show, Atlanta trade show, um, and uh, their team, Oprah's team, stopped by our booth and tried our chai. Um, so that was second. The third thing that happened in this um, transformational year, I feel like for the chai box and myself, um, was that we were part of Johnson and Johnson's Women Leadership Program. Um, which uh, the person who was in charge was also watching my Thai meditation and reached out and we actually gifted Oprah a Thai box. So um, all that stuff had happened. Um, and then we get an email and it was a Gmail account. And uh, it said, would you like to be considered for Oprah's favorite things? And uh, my husband was like, "This is this really legit? Like, you know, is this, <laughs> spam. Is, this is this really from, yeah, is this spam? So, and I was like, you know what, let me just give this lady a call. And um, it turns out that she was interning at Oprah Daily and uh, actually wanted us to submit, you know, create like a gift set for Oprah um, so she could try. So we did. And they told us, you know, this could take, month so you know this is not you know a final thing that we'll let you know towards end of summer and um we went through a few rounds we overnighted some gift sets and the end of august is when we got the email and liz let me just tell you my heart literally stopped it was that moment um I, I will never forget it. Oh, I will never forget it. I'm getting excited. I'm thinking, <laughs> oh my gosh, what a great story. I mean, here you are coming to this country at age nine, watching your parents walk out the door at the crack of dawn, constantly working just to give you guys a better life. Then you're working, and this is a side hustle, not even. Mm-hmm. And look what it became. So that must have led to so many different things, including the Oscar gift boxes and for the Grammys, etc. What does that do for you? Because obviously, and me being from L.A., I know all about this, because you know, if you get your stuff into one of those goodie bags, the celebrities and the presenters who get them use them, mention them. I mean, you keep saying your, your chai meditations. It sounds like social media <laughs> and word of mouth have been in this cosmic crash together for your product. I, you know what? You're right. I, I think the best type of marketing is word of mouth. And we've been very fortunate um, that uh, people who have found us through social media and our friends and family who are huge advocates of our chai um, and uh, our just Indian community who, you know, is the biggest compliment you can get as somebody who's making chai is having it endorsed 
Yes, of course, Oprah and celebrities, but the mom and dads, the uncles and aunties that we call the, the Indian community when they endorse it, because everybody thinks they can make, nobody can make chai better than them. Mm-hmm. To have, you know, the community endorse it is is, is huge. Um, but um, yes, definitely, you know, having our um, chai in the Grammys and the Oscars was uh, amazing. Um, we had huge even mentions in, in India by... Um, um, just, you know, on TV and um, on different media channels, which I would have never imagined that um, that would happen. Monica, tell me about the tougher times. We're hearing all these great successes. I don't want people to think that this was all smooth sailing for you because I know how these things go. Were there points where you thought, what am I doing? This is not working. Well, you know, Liz, the the funny thing about the way this turned this business turned out is, you know, it's always been my side hustle. It was, you know, something I did for my, it was my passion. And when it took off, you know, I had a decision to make. Um, am I going to continue working or am I going to put my time and effort into this business? Because, you know, it's hard to give up a uh, income that's coming in and then Scary. work 80 hours a week to get paid nothing. Right. So, um, I mean, there's several moments in my life where, you know, um, when I was thinking, okay, when should I do that? When when do we um, make that um, step? With the pandemic, it just naturally happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the bigger challenges came because when Oprah um, came, that news, I mean, it was amazing. I was so excited. But then you had that moment like, oh, my gosh. We have to be prepared. So that's when the panicking started in midst of the pandemic because they were supply chain again was a huge issue. Things were getting, um, you know, congested on on uh, ports and we couldn't get all our supplies. And uh, I was constantly um, just constantly in fear, like we're not going to be able to have our product ready for this. So I lost a lot of sleepless nights. Um, but that's really very recent. Um one of the things I can tell you is when I started making the concentrate, uh, which is my, my son and I worked on it for an entire year. We had 174 batches wow. and um, there was a moment and I was thinking, why the, can I say hell? I yes, know, of course. Hell. I'm like, why <laughs> the hell can I not, can I not get this right? I mean, I am Indian. I've been breaking tea since I was two. <laughs> like, why can I not get this recipe right? And, um, you know, it was really frustrating. There are times where we would be working till two, three in the morning. And um, yeah. and then I just had to have faith. You know what? I'm going to keep going because, you know, when you have passion for something, you know, you have to be, to me, passion is something that you're willing to work hard for. So no matter whether it's supply chain or you're not getting the product right or, you know, you we self-funded all the, the chai box. So a lot of times that's, that's a painful thing to do as well, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, but we... You know, we we worked through it. I have an amazing, um, uh, amazing partner. Right. My husband is uh, wonderful. My kids help. My my community helps. So I couldn't do any of this without them. And every, I feel like every barrier I've had, um, I've had to lean on that sure. community and and my father, who's you know <laughs> my business consultant. Well, I'll tell you, you know, you actually had to wrap your arms around a lot of challenges. And so much of this is timing. I mean, yes, you, of course, want to be an Oprah's favorite thing. But then the orders come flowing in. And if you can't fill them, you risk 
upending everything and upsetting people, and then they don't come back a second time if you can't fill the orders on time. We had the Beekman 802. These are the goat milk beauty and artisan guys. They came on, and I was talking to them about their great opportunities, and when Home Shopping Network called them and QVC, they turned them down because they said as much as we wanted to be on there, which they eventually did, they did not want to fall into that pit of I can't fill the orders kind of mm-hmm. nightmare. So I love how you happen to be able to wrap your arms around all of this and, and and manage it, certainly. You know, what advice do you have for people listening who say, well, I've got a recipe and I know it's really good, but I, I don't know how to do it. And I don't even have a basement. I live in an apartment. What do you say to them? Listen, I will tell everybody loud and clear, just go for it. Because you know what, Liz? I started the business, we launched in 2016, 2017 to 2019. I was working full time and I went to, on the weekends, every store possible that I could go and say, here, try my chai. It is different. You're going to love it. Let me tell you all the health benefits about it. I, you know, did pop-ups. Every weekend I would spend eight to 10 hours just going out there anywhere and anybody that would have me and to just kind of let them try my try, talk about it. So you've got to put the work in it. But the first step is just going for it. You've got to believe in yourself and say, you know what? And if nobody likes it, that's okay. But at least you've got to be true to yourself and just do it. And believe me, I've had a lot of people, I'm in the South where sweet tea is huge. And for people to be trying chai, which is something different, and some, you know, it's it's very hard to sell. Yeah, it's like Starbucks going to England and launching. And I remember when they did that, everyone said, "Who do you think you are trying to sell coffee to tea drinkers? Yeah. You can do this." And and Monica, you are living proof of that. Good luck to you and the gang at Chai Box. I love this story. I'm so excited for you and the future that you have ahead of you. Thank you so much, Liz. That means so much. Okay, so, hello, you guys, no excuses. I'm sorry. She loses her job. She starts it in the basement. She's meeting with farmers, which is something most of us have never done, and I'm quite sure Monica hadn't done before, but this is what you do. You just dive in. And I really hope that as you listen to these stories, you you seize upon them and say, why not me? Thanks so much for listening. I'll see 3 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday on Fox Business. Cudlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts.